found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Ken Miller Show on a Tuesday. Trent Conan and myself are with you until 2 o'clock. We are every Monday through Friday at identical times, noon to 2, and then Jimmy B and TC reconvene uh, for your afternoon drive from 4 until 6. Uh, coming up on the program, Zubin Mahente will be here in about 20 minutes. We'll chat with our buddy from ESPN. We'll, I'm assuming, be uh, NBA heavy, but as we always do with uh, Zubin, we go around the world of sports and appreciate his contribution uh, seemingly on a weekly basis unless Trenty gets called away to the Masters or, you know, one of those events that bucket list for most people but comes with the territory for our friend Zubin. Uh, in the 1 o'clock hour, looking forward to this, Brian Orilko, an administrator with the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission, is going to be here to provide a little bit more clarity on seemingly all the misconceptions that are out there, and perhaps I have some in my own right. I think I have a pretty good grasp of it, uh, but we'll ask Brian to give us uh, complete clarity as much as he can as to how it's going to be offered potentially, uh, how it's going to be taxed, which I think is already signed, sealed, and, well, maybe not delivered clearly because we don't have a uh, a law passed in our state yet, but I think that the parameters are in place, so we'll discuss those uh, with Brian Orilko, amongst other things. If you have a question that uh, in our discussion, whether it would be with uh, Trent and I yesterday, or then Trent and Jimmy B discussing it later in the afternoon drive, if there's a question that you didn't hear answered that you would like us to ask Brian, you can tweet the program, um, at Trent Condon, real simple, or I'm Ken Miller, I am Ken Miller on Twitter would be um, happy to take a look at those and uh, perhaps pass those along to Brian Arilko. Again, will join us at one fifteen, one thirty. Dylan Montz is going to recap what turned out to be a pretty um, busy uh, Cyclone tailgate tour stop yesterday in the tumble. Right? Is your mic on? I think so. That is there. There we go. Much better. Hello. Uh, much better. So uh, we will do that and. But yeah, what a what a busy day it turned out to be for the respective media that followed the Cyclones to Atumwa. Yeah, it's uh it's a good time. These these tailgate tours, uh, you know, seemingly every year there's something, right, Trent? It right. really is. And and sometimes it's little nuggets, sometimes it's big things and well, there's there's big movement in terms of college athletics yep. and and what happened yesterday with the decision by the Supreme Court. So so many different angles. Mm-hmm. This is this is about as excited in now fourteen years of doing this as I've been for a May. It's a good May. It is, yeah. Um, every now and then you get those topics, right? I remember I was at the Derby in two thousand and ten, covering was it two thousand ten? It must have been Patio Prado. Sure. When Fred Hoiberg was hired. <laughs> yes, that that was a big one. <laughs> There's a big one. Um, Hoiberg leaves in June to go to the Bulls. That was a big one in its own right. That yeah. was a very nice lifeline mm-hmm. as Jimmy B, B, and myself were taking the air for the first time. Is that was that right coincide around that yeah. event? Huh? Interesting. Worked out very well. Indeed, indeed it does. But yeah, these are the topics. These are the time of uh, year. Uh, when these things are falling your plate, they are much appreciated. So Dillamont's will be here, and then it's a Tuesday. A Hawkeye Swarm gets back uh, the final couple of minutes of the program. I believe you told me earlier it's going to be QBs today that you mm-hmm. and Doc Fuller are going to take a look at. We appreciate Dr. Fuller. He sponsors the Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, two locations, East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. 
I'll be in the chair on East 29th on Thursday afternoon. Looking forward to that as my nose grows and hits the microphone. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll do that before we get out of here at 2 o'clock. All right, Trent, let's let's pick up where we left off. And I don't want to do all sports wagering. I mean, I know that it's there's clearly a great deal of interest amongst our listening audience for this very topic. Um, I'm not sure that we're at the saturation point yet in it mm-hmm. because there's still so many unknowns and so many misnomers, including one that's being floated around. I guess we should start with this one. And it's the West Virginia integrity fee that seems to seemingly has been put out there time after time after time. Like this is set in stone when it's far but far but that it's I mean, there is no integrity fee written into the law in West Virginia. Now, the governor, I think, probably got out ahead of things when he mentioned that. Yes. He had no approval from the casinos to go down that path to offer that on their behalf. I mean, think about that. That's pretty ballsy on his behalf, right? right? Why don't you spend your money on this? Um, So there is no West Virginia integrity fee in law. And I will be shocked. Look, Mark Cuban said it. I don't don't know if he realized what he said yesterday. Mm -hmm. But did you hear his comment about... Doubling what the cost or the value of franchises franchises, in the four major sports. Doubling. Doubling. So instead, for instance, the Carolina Panthers today sold for $2.2 billion. I'm not sure yesterday they were worth 1.1. I'm not sure today they're worth 4.4. But he sees a incremental value uh, in, in owning a sports franchise. There's your integrity fee, sports fans. You got it. There you go. Your franchise has just doubled. When is enough enough? So I was having a conversation today with a client, and they had mentioned the Iowa States, Iowa's, you and I, Drake's of the world wanting their handout. And he said it very simply. If, if they want this quote-unquote integrity fee, then the Race and Sports Commission should come right back and say, okay, then for every advertising dollar that you take from casinos, from increased television revenue, mm-hmm. all these things that is going to, many people believe, increase because of it, then we'll take our cut too. How's that sound? Fair point. It, they go hand in hand. Trent. They go hand in hand. So if this does lead to what many people believe is a dying cable sports market, but well, now with sports and sports wagering and all these things and the numbers start to pick back up, is the race... Commission going to get a cut of that? Are casinos going to get a cut of that? Of course they're not. Mm, mm, mm. But it's a good way to come right back at them, right? Yeah, well, sure. We'll, is. we'll pay that integrity fee. Make sure that we get our cut from your yep. side, too. That's a fair point because there's it's going to be out there for everybody, Trent. It's uh, Sports changed yesterday, as mm-hmm. we know it. It yeah. really did. Uh, and, I, and I think for the better. I really do. It's going to bring it out of the... Um, the uh, dark, dingy corners or the back alleys or whatever, it's going to, transparency is good from where we sit, and that's what we're going to have now. Um, the fact that it, it's it's almost like some people truly believe that until yesterday, this past, that there hadn't been any gambling on sports. Right. You know, we got to educate these athletes. Well, hang on a second. We've been betting on sports and on college sports legally in Nevada for years, but illegally for <laughs> I don't know. How long? What What do you realistically, what more do you have to do? Because I am sure every college athlete a conversation has had, probably every year, on point shaving. Right. That's brought up. I know I've talked to former basketball players, went out and played tournaments in Vegas. Now, you, they, there's a bunch of them now, those November, December tournaments in well, Vegas. Uh, the West Coast Conference, the Pac-12, and mm-hmm. the Mountain West all hold, there's one more, too. Yes. 
What are, who are we missing? West Coast uh, Conference Mountain. The WAC. The WAC. They all hold their tournament in the month of March, your conference tournaments in Nevada. Those games are on the board, folks. Three of that those is... four are inside casino arenas. Yes, they are. In inside. Well, no, they moved the Pac-12 out of the MGM that... because of the T-Mobile was built. That's the one. The other three are well, played at the two at the Orleans and one at well, Thomas and Mac. Oh, that's the Mountain West. Yeah, Mountain so West. two of the two four. of the four. Right. Yeah, two are in yeah, the Orleans. Right, where you have to walk through the casino to get to the the arena. The ballroom. To the ballroom where, where the events are being held. Great point. Same thing that happened when Iowa played out there. Well, that's who I talked to, a former Iowa basketball player. That basketball player said that didn't play much, but said there were people not betting on their games, mm-hmm. but betting college sports. That's the conversation that was had. They were talked about. How do you enforce that? Some college kid wants to throw 20 bucks on, I don't know, in a Duke, Indiana, ACC, Big 12 Challenge game, what does that do? Those conversations are still had. Right. The enforcement becomes a problem, but what can you do? Well, the enforcement now is going to be a whole lot easier because now, I mean, let's let's not kid ourselves. If if there was there was point shaving, there's been, there's been uh, Boston College, mm-hmm. Northwestern, Doctor Tom, Doctor Tom was in the middle uh, of it. Absolutely, he was. Um, but had there been transparency? Had there been a big wager come in or something that didn't make any sense, that red flag goes up all instantly, mm-hmm. and the game and wagering on that game is quickly suspended. It's not suspended in the back alley. If a non-conference game where Iowa or Iowa State's playing a buy point, they're playing Alcorn State, mm-hmm. and a normal handle, let's say, here in this state for that game is $200,000. You're seeing a disproportionate amount of money coming in, red flag. Suddenly... Somebody's betting a half million on what Alcorn do they State. Know? What do they know? Mm-hmm. Flags go up. But if that doesn't happen, and it's bookies, it's offshore, mm-hmm. it's, that's where you don't have this. This is a good thing it for is. just that reason. You know one other thing, Trent, and, and, I, and I hope that, I, I believe, unfortunately, we're going to talk over some people's head for what we're about to say, and for that I apologize. But you like to wager on sports. And I I'm do. I'm going to use you as an example. Okay. And let's say, because the one of the, the big questions is, how is this going to be taxed? No, it's not a question. It's actually a misnomer that it's going to be taxed on handle as opposed to hold of handle. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to hold. No one would offer sports wagering if you're getting taxed on handle. Right. Because you're going to lose money. Yes. You're going to, the state is going to make three times as much money as the properties are if that's the way it's done. It's not going to happen. So, in... In its simplest form, sports wagering is bet 11 to make 10. Yes. The 10, the extra 10 is the juice. That's the word a lot of people, you know, most people know juice or vague. Um, if the taxes gets, if there are so many hands reaching for a piece of that pie, that all of a sudden now you're having to bet 12 or 13 to make 10. Trent, you like, I'm, I'm assuming like most people, you're going to shop for the cheapest price? Absolutely. So if you have now on this legalized wagering in, in the in the United States, you're betting 13 to make 10. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you can log on to that offshore account that you've used for years and you've still got access to it. Right. And you can go there and bet 11 to make 10. Where are you going to price shop? Where are you going to place your bet? Well, and that's one thing that offshore, they're going to have to work to combat. Absolutely. If... Either that, they're they're a pig in mud. I mean, they're happy. She's like, keep dealing those minus one twenties, mm-hmm. minus one thirties. We'll, we'll keep doing. Or if it is minus one ten, 
they'll have to go to minus 107 because mm-hmm. there's still that component. They have but, to be competitive. But when this is all up and running and, and the apps are and they, and they don't pay integrity fees this just in. Right. They don't pay the leagues. Nope. Offshore does not pay a dime. Vegas doesn't get a dime. Nope. doesn't pay a dime. They, integrity fee is not a real thing. Right. This is a... It's a buzzword. It's oh, it absolutely is. But when this is all running, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have an account with Prairie Meadows, and I'll have an account with Wild Rose, and I'll have an account with whoever else is a part of it, and I will be price shopping just there. Mm-hmm. And if somebody here, they get a big bet, and let's say William Hill is teamed up with well, Prairie, use um, use Canter. Yes, yeah, I mean, with, with with the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, and their team. Well, you know what? We're heavy on this side, so we're going. Then you go to the other shop. That's mm-hmm. what it is. But if it's offshore versus online and you're having, I, I barely, out of the four seasons of sports, if I make money in one of those four, I'm happy. I'm a small player. I know, I've told you, it's an entertainment tax. Right. But now I'm doing that minus 110. Now you want me in Iowa to have to go minus 120. And, and the reason it is 120 is because there are so many hands out trying to yes. get their money that they don't deserve to get. My bankroll certainly goes down a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not as much fun. Yeah, you go- played one way for a long time. Absolutely. Trent, you're not going to pay more to do the same thing. You're absolutely not. And what was seen as a bad day yesterday for, I think the word was mafia. I guess that bookmakers are all mafia, apparently. <laughs> so if it was a bad day for bookies and a bad day for offshore, not so fast. Not so fast. These guys aren't out of business by a long shot. Specifically, if the price you have to play, pay to play uh, continues to go up. You're going to shop for your best price, just as Trent uh, pointed out. All right, let's get uh, let's move on. NBA from last night. Oh, there was real sports that were actually yeah. played. Well, kinda. Um, yeah, not for you. No, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess we probably should, but let's start with the NBA first. Okay. All right. Because um, I thought Houston was going to get Morel. You yeah, did, I, and maybe it's just as heart as opposed to. Head yeah. because I want to see a good series, right? The last thing you want is to get down to this point and see just bludgeoning. James Harden went off. He James, did. James Harden, yeah, went, yeah. what, 41 or 43, whatever it was. Yeah. 40 something. Got beat by 16. Harden mm-hmm. had 41. Chris Paul had 20 something. Mm-hmm. They combined for 65 points. Got beat by 16. And it wasn't that close. It wasn't that. Kevin Durant, my good God. He's unstoppable when he puts his mind to it. And I'm not saying he's, I'm not saying he floats. He doesn't. But when he's got it going, he is so fun to watch. Yes, that that oh whole team is, and it is annoying. I I don't like Kevin Durant because he went to Golden State. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't like LeBron going to Miami. But that was different. This is a ready made. Like him when he leaves Cleveland this summer. Speaking of jail, uh, summer topics, possibly. <laughs> I, I, that that'll be a little bit different, but that. Durant had took it to another level. You go to a 73-win team. You go to a team that... that Doesn't need him. No. No. They set the record. They blew a 3-1 lead, yes, but Mm -hmm. come on. That team didn't need him. That's why I don't like Kevin Durant. But purely in a basketball sense, watching that team, the ball movement, they're so entertaining. They're Mm -hmm. they're so much fun. And yeah, I can get frustrated about it and and be mad and, and put on my grumpy sports commentator hat. Or just enjoy it. And last night, I just enjoyed it because it's beautiful. It basketball. is a thing of beauty, Trent. I'll give you that much. The way they move the ball around, and it's just not fair. <laughs> the the deck Who's is going stacked. to stop this, regardless if it's Cleveland or if it's Boston. And even if you if you took an all you start from scratch and you say 
you can build a team. Well, how about you build a team out of the remaining four, the other three teams? Build your team out of Cleveland, Boston, and and Houston, and take on these guys. You're still, I don't think you're going to win. So Paul would be a part of it in Harden. You You got LeBron. Mm -hmm. Who else are you throwing in the mix? I mean, Kevin Love would be a part of it. I don't even know if he'd start. Big guys. You want Morris on the team? You got to have Tatum out there. Tatum. The way he's played. Yes. Tatum and probably Brown's part of the rotation. Who's your? Well, you don't really, really play a big guy against him, though. So maybe that Capella. Yep. Capella's there. Tristan Thompson's probably makes the roster, and I think we're going to see a lot of him tonight. I think by so the way. too. And he needs to make sure he can make make some shots for crying out loud. We'll, we'll get well, into he's that alone either. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, but but even with that, it's no sure thing. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't think it's. I'd still probably pick Golden State. I, I would. I would for sure. Right. I would for and sure. And especially if it was just cobbled together. Like, it, well, they didn't yeah, play they, together they, all right, season. Right. But even if they play together all but season. But that's not going to happen, and we, we are stuck with no. this. And, and Trent, I, I don't know what the odds were to um, to sweep prior to the series. You probably do. I do, because that is one of the two bets that I made. In so the, you've got Golden State in a sweep? In a sweep. I bet them at 6-1 to one on one side. I also had them in 5 at 5-1. to one. So it was one of those two numbers. But I hit both the uh, game in four or five games. I'm not feeling great about you it. You should. I mean, I think you're home free. Honestly, I don't want you, I'm not telling you to go spend that money, but you got to feel pretty good about it at this point. Uh, meanwhile, in the NHL last night in the West, um, Vegas even the series at one apiece. It was a huge game for them. Mm-hmm. They couldn't go down, back to Vegas down two zip, or it was probably going to be over. They're they're not beating them four out of five. I, I didn't think that they no. were. Now I think we've got a series. Mm-hmm. Here's what teams that give Winnipeg trouble this year are teams that can skate with them. Mm-hmm. Vegas can skate with them. And, and maybe they didn't in game one, but they certainly did last night. I still think, and I probably shouldn't, I'm a fan. Let me get that out there first, right? right? When you look at that Vegas Golden Knights roster, there's I, I would like Nate Schmidt, the defenseman, Marsha Show, the tiny little forward that scored a couple of goals last night. But you're going to take a whole bunch of Jets before you take a couple of Golden Knights if you're actually taking – we just did that exercise with the yeah. three teams. If you're putting together one good team out of what's left of the two teams left in the West, you're taking way more Jets than you are Golden Knights. Yeah. Way more. Line A. Struggling. Yes. Nikki Ehlers. Tired. I don't know. Maybe the young guy Kyle Connor gave a coughed one up last night. Just you can't do that. They had two on those. Look, all three of Vegas's goals were mistakes by the Jets. Give them <laughs> give them credit for capitalizing on them, and they did every single time. Look, they hit a bunch of posts too. Yes, this thing yes. could have got out of hand late in the first period. That was ugly. But what's the truer representation? Game one or game two? I think two? it's somewhere in the middle. I, I think know. I think clearly game two was what you saw from. Um, the best you could see from Vegas last night, Mark Andre Fleury was Mark Andre Fleury. The uh, the Jets had a real bad ten minutes, but then other than that, the the game was right there for them. They had a couple of chances in that game, but uh, that I think third got goal a was a killer. Oh, th- killer! I, Especially it was a minute twenty eight after Connor yes. put uh, put made it a, a one goal game. I was so excited because but I did finally you hear the fans. Yes, it's they were ramped up crazy, and even before that first goal by the Jets, they were into it. There was sixteen minutes. Oh, they're in the power Trent, play the right first away. To ten begin minutes the of the game. The first was all Winnipeg, yeah. all Winnipeg. The next, I don't know what it could have been, 30 minutes of the game sure. was all Vegas. I mean, they, they had 10 shots in the first 10 minutes of the game, Jets, and nine shots in the next 30 minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. Just clamped down. 
Yeah, um, look, there were some good theories. It is. There was. There were some passengers on the Jets last night, (laughs) as hockey coaches like to say. We'll come back. Zubin Mahente will join us. We uh, appreciate Zubin's contribution weekly. He'll be with us when we resume here. Trent and I are here until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show. We appreciate you listening. If you miss any portion of the program, you can uh, go to KenMillerShow.com. Click on the podcast links. Uh, and they are there on a daily basis. Zuba Mehente, when we continue, 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. The Des Moines Menace soccer season is right around the corner, and we have a big event to kick things off on Wednesday, May 23rd at Exile Brewing Company. It's the 25th anniversary of the Des Moines Menace, and they're celebrating in style. The first 250 rupees poured will be just 25 cents. Jimmy B and TC will be broadcasting live from Exile May 23rd to kick off the Menace season. Tickets, giveaways, players and coaches on hand from the Des Moines Menace. All at Exile Brewing Company. May 23rd from 4 until 6 o'clock and 25 cent Ruthies. Crack open a Ruthie today! Enjoy your Exile! I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with the blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. Want to surprise your mom this Mother's Day? Give her something surprising from the Home Depot. Like the Hampton Bay Oak Cliff four-piece patio set, now only 449 bucks. That's $150 off. Or maybe a Himalayan salt plate or a decorative lantern. Lots of things you wouldn't expect from the Home Depot. You can find at the Home Depot or homedepot.com. Surprise! For unique and unexpected Mother's Day gifts, start at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only valid until May 16th. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online at washersystems.com.
Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at easter all of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammon, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plans allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You suck. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Brian Orilko, Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. Uh, coming up at 115, Dylan Mont's bottom of that hour. Uh, Ames Tribune, he was on the Cyclone Tailgate Tour yesterday. We'll get the latest from Dylan coming up at about 1.30. Let's talk sports with, with our buddy Zubin Mahente, ESPN.com. Trent, I felt like a proud pop on Saturday morning. Well, Zubin's, I mean, yeah. Zubin he didn't have to take him anywhere. Zubin's a star on television, but he's doing a piece on gaming uh-huh. on the Las Vegas Golden Knights, and there's our guy Jason Symbol. Yes, remember Jason Symbol. He was just an accountant sitting in a cubicle, and now he's on ESPN talking to our buddy Zubin. Uh, good to talk to you, Zubin. How are you? You know, I'll tell you the thing about that piece that was so interesting was that. You guys know, and I know you guys like to talk about TV and the media and how things are changing, and I applaud you for that because I don't think a lot of other shows do that, but I think there's a lot of interest in it. If you were to ever watch NFL Network at all during a game, studio programming, off-season, during the season, you will never, ever, ever hear the lines mentioned. Um, ESPN does do that to an extent. We used to have Hank on and all that sort of stuff, picking games, but I think that we have to kind of get to a point where we acknowledge, like, this is a thing, and not just a thing, a big thing. I think the NFL, it's almost sort of foolhardy to not admit to even the slightest minute degree that a large portion of the popularity of the game 
is the gambling around it. So mm-hmm. I think yesterday's decision, and along with guys like Jason and Vaccaro and all those guys that have been doing it for so long, it's just one of those things. And I was really impressed yesterday. I don't know if you guys had any guests on. I was texting a little with Trent. But I think if the casual gambler were to be, uh, I'm sure you would probably you know, espouse this, Ken, if the casual gambler understood that it was more about how tightly things could be regulated if this is the case. When I was working with Colin Howard here at ESPN, Colin worked for like five years in Las Vegas. He was the voice of the minor league baseball team, and he did a lot of local sports. I had one of the affiliates there. And Colin repeatedly said, repeatedly said, that the safest place to hold any sort of gambling is Las Vegas. And, you know, over the last 24 hours, that I know you guys have probably chuckled at this, but the, the integrity fee and all of those words, I mean, that kind of stuff was just so taboo for so long. And I just think yesterday's decision, especially with guys like Jason, just coming out and helping me and guys that don't gamble every day like you guys, you know, just understand what this is really all about was huge because I think they've always had these thoughts, but they were muzzled or there was really no point to bring it out. But I just think yesterday was a watershed day just to let people into the light of something that's just been so murky for so long. So, Zubin, does this mean that we're going to see, you know, the lineup in the afternoon? It's not just the jump on the NBA and college football live, of course, uh, followed by PTI. But we're going to have a half-hour gambling program every day. And and if you need uh, help, I I certainly can help you out on that one, Zubin. (laughs) Well, I mean, I could probably put you in touch with the right people for a fee. For a fee. Of course. Integrity fee. There you (laughs) go. (laughs) I need my juice. You know that. I need the biggest juice. i got to get my 10%. No, I think the biggest thing is, this is really exciting for guys like you and Ken and a lot of other people that I know, like at ESPN, like Van Pelt, like a big-time best guy, uh, Steve, Stanford Steve is producer. Mm-hmm. What's really going to end up happening is the public is largely going to dictate what happens. Like, there's certain events on ESPN, sometimes we joke about them, but the public can really drive them. One of ESPN's highest-rated events on the weekend is bowling. You'd be like, what? Bowling? Jeez. But remember, bowling is the biggest recreational sport in America, it's not for rich people, for poor people. It's all over the country, cities, small towns, rural places. It's indoors. You can do it all year long. And that's why bowling has had a big impact because people watch it and participate in it. And the same thing for esports. I mean, I think we're all out of the demo for esports, but it's been something that viewers are absolutely crushing on. And I think gambling is the same way. Right now, we have something called Behind the Bets, which is like a gambling podcast. Mm-hmm. We have something called ESPN Chalk which I'm sure you guys know, but for maybe some of the casual listeners, it's basically just a web page devoted to gambling and odds. If that sees a surge in downloads, if that sees a surge in clicks on stories, if certain shows that pick games against the spread end up doing better for their time period than other shows, then obviously we're going to get in the business and do a little bit more, as would everybody else, whether it's competitors like Sportsline or whatever ESPN would be affiliated with. So this is really exciting for people like you guys, because if this is the moment you've been waiting for, if this was your crescendo moment as somebody in the gaming community or somebody in the gambling community or odd community, if you go and start utilizing these apps on any platform or on any company, and you start to see a surge in numbers, I think at that point, like any business, if I saw a surge in numbers in one particular sector, I would try to intensify what I did in that sector. So I think a lot of it right now falls into the hands of the consumer. The big question is, does this just mean people that gamble will be more free to gamble? How many people that don't really gamble will start to gamble? How much will the marketplace and the overall numbers 
really shifts. But if there's just even a surge in interest, because I think the common human instinct is if you have $5 or $1 on a game that you're not normally vested into watching, the human emotion is you're just that much more vested into it. You don't have to bet a ton of money, or it doesn't have to be your team. But if there's a surge in people just looking for that information, because I think that's the one thing that's been so underrated, guys, how much great information comes from Vegas. People just go there to place bets. But if people are actively seeking out this information, um, then I really think you're going to see a lot more coverage across the board because we'd be foolish to not give additional material and time and resources to something people are dying to hear more about. No no questions, Ubin, and I really firmly believe this as well. I mean, we've seen the NFL television numbers declining over the last couple of years. That's about to change. All of these sports, that live sports programming, those numbers and, and, and having those contracts – they may have looked like it was a crazy amount of money that had to be spent in order to obtain those rights. Those rights today are worth so much more money than they were at 9 o'clock Central yesterday. Yeah, let me give you one quick addendum to this. And I think, you know, for, for again, for casual gambling fans, this may not be that interesting. But I think a lot of your fans, viewers, are interested in this aspect of it. And this is, this is commonly known for people that gamble. That This is probably, you know, while we lead the world in a lot of sectors, we're way behind gambling like if you were to go to england or canada or any of these places um there was a great piece in the new york times yesterday which had quoted a bookie and i'm going to paraphrase this saying in england if you wanted to bet what the chances would be of uh, somebody getting a yellow card in injury time then a red card in injury time then a disallowed goal you can get odds on that you know what i mean you can mm-hmm. make up almost anything you want what i just said is practically impossible a yellow a red and then a disallowed goal all in extra time if you wanted to throw something down on that in the moment you could do it and so i think a lot of these other countries england's had a little bit of controversy there have been a little bit of scrapes but at the end of the day most of these countries have adopted this long 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 before we did and for the most part there hasn't been too many controversies uh if anything the biggest controversies that stand out or American sports controversies, particularly in the collegiate ranks, that's going to be a little bit interesting to see how they maneuver that with the NCAA. Um, but I also believe that with all the technology available today, betting irregularities are going to be much more easily spotted. Do I know that? I'm not inside a Las Vegas casino. But just the way the world works, any sort of nefarious activity or lack of integrity, there goes that word again, I think can easily be ferreted out with all the technology and the ability to spot irregularities just right off the top. I don't think that's going to be a problem. In fact, I think it's going to be a lot easier. It is, and, uh, well, not an irregularity last night as uh, the Warriors do it again, Zubin, into real sports of what's actually going on. Uh, Is it inevitable? I mean, (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll give you a number. One and a half total wins out of the Rockets and whoever comes out of the East. That's going to be tough. It, it sort of feels like Warriors in four or Warriors in five. The thing that I took away last night, guys, I don't know if you buy this. When the game was tied at the half, that just seemed like an awful thing for Houston, right? They were going to come out of the gate. They had the crowd. They had the home court. They had everything working for them. And Durant was absolutely terrific. But when the score was tied at the half, you really said to yourself, this is going to be an uphill climb for Houston just because all the intrinsic things that were going in their favor, the intangibles, we're just basically leveling right out. Um, just to my untrained eye, I don't know if you guys caught this or if you guys feel this way, it just feels like Golden State rarely works for their shots. This is one game. 
and Houston was just grinding mm-hmm. for all of their shots. I mean, Harden just doing everything he could using the entire shot clock. And to their credit, I mean, that's how they've kind of played the regular season. One stat I would give you that we have this thing called second spectrum at ESPN. It's sort of like these um, behind the number stats that sort of correlate. I'll give you an example. You don't hear them often. They're not as wonky as war. Like, you know, sometimes war, it's like, how do I really extrapolate war if I'm watching a game? I can't really look at that stat and, and figure out whose war is what. But we do this thing where we come up with these sort of behind the number stats. So the Utah Jazz, for example, um, they hit the most or take the most uncontested jumpers in the league. Now, that seems like a weird number, but if you're watching TV and you just see Joe Ingles spotting up with nobody around him from 20 feet, those numbers tend to sort of make sense. It's not a hard number to accentuate. It's just one you don't hear. They just take more and make more uncontested shots. The stat for the Rockets last night was they ran 45 plays in isolation. That is the most isolation plays won in the game in the NBA in the last five years. Wow. <laughs> and they did that last night, 45. Now, I'm not surprised they did it. Harden is a terrific ISO player, but at the same token, when you're good at something, that's where you go to the well. That's why you've won 65 games. That's why you have home court. But the most in the league in five years, and, it's, and it stands to reason that D'Antoni said after the game, we can withstand 37 from Durant. We can't withstand the mistakes that we made. So I thought that was interesting, but the ISO is essentially what's gotten them there, putting the balls in the hands of Harden, who will probably win the MVP for his work in the ISO. But they went to the well just a little bit too much if there's such a thing, considering it helped them get to where they are. And it ended up actually being a detriment last night. So I'd be interested to see what the ISO numbers are in game two. And, you know, you just mentioned uh, D'Antoni, and I, that's where I was going to go with you, actually, talking about Durant and you know, they were okay with him getting his points last night. Uh, Curry didn't have a good night by his standards, but with 18. Who do you think, I mean, if you're D'Antoni, how are you trying to play defense against this team, Zubin? Who do you take Yeah, away? I mean, I, it's very, very difficult because the thing about it is I think when people looked at this series, they just said, you know, don't, don't lose sleep on the defense because while both of these teams are great offensively, uh, D'Antoni has said if they want to get to where they want to go, they've got to have a top 10, top 5, top 5, top 10 defense and Golden State's defense anchored by guys like Draymond have been very good for a long time but at the same token I think Houston is now getting into a situation where throughout most of the season 10 other teams need to keep up with them in terms of scoring right they have Harden they have Paul they have Capella cleaning up around the rim they have guys like Gordon coming off the bench and doing a great job so what's happened is the the script is flipped for the most part you look at it and say when Houston plays 28 other teams in the league, their journey, their game plan is trying to catch the Rockets in scoring. Now the Rockets are playing the one team where they've got to keep up with them in scoring. And that's where I think it's going to be really difficult for Dan Tony. Most teams are chasing the Rockets, and the Rockets can play with that as a position of strength because they know they can just fill it up, particularly from three where they've taken and making more threes than probably anybody in the history of the NBA in a single season, but now they're on the shoes on the other foot. They've got to find themselves in a situation where they absolutely positively have to keep up with somebody else. One last thing I would mention, I think I said this to Trent before, but Ken, I don't know if I'd mention this to you. And if it's a fait accompli and you're right, and this is a four or five game series, guys, the one thing that D'Antoni has always pointed out, which a lot of people in America will roll their eyes at because this is not the American way of doing things, but D'Antoni has largely been influenced by playing and coaching in Europe, particularly Italy. And when he was a player and coach in Italy, he was really successful. He was a point guard, and he was a great, great coach, basically running his same style in Italy. And he said there, 
regular season championships are value. Here in America, if you have a great regular season, you're the Toronto Raptors, you win a franchise high, 59 games, you have a disappointing postseason or two or three of them, you just fire the coach. Whereas D'Antoni has often said that great regular season success while Europe is celebrated, it's not dismissed because it's consistent excellence over the course of time. And I just kind of feel like D'Antoni saying that as sort of a preventive measure because he kind of knows how this series is going to end. But it is interesting to think in America, you can have 65 wins like the Rockets, have the MVP, and if they lose this series the way many people think, it'll just be seen as a completely disappointing failure of a season, especially after the Rockets GM, Daryl Morey, said all we're doing every single day is waking up and trying to figure out a way to beat the Warriors. But in many other places, including in the recesses of Dan Tony's mind, I truly believe he thinks that even if they were to lose this series, that this has been a very, very, very successful run for the Rockets. Most American sports fans will say, no way, you didn't do anything when it counted. But I think he looks at things a little bit differently, even if the rest of us do not. Different perspective and, and probably, probably one that makes a lot more sense than we look at it here in right. America. right. But, uh, well, it's about the playoffs. It's about the NCAA tournament. It's about now the Final Four in college football anymore. Hey, hey zooming with that, uh, th- this has been posed to me a couple of different times. What's better for LeBron's quote-unquote legacy? Going out here and losing to the Celtics or losing another NBA Finals? Well, I'm more now towards what I like to refer to, I don't know if you guys concur, the volume argument. So, and I'll put it in football terms because I know, Ken, we can always talk football terms on this show. And that is this. Montana was 4-0 in the Super Bowl, never threw an interception, and was near perfect. But when you get to the Montana-Brady debate, the one thing that started to sort of flip it, and I'm not saying, you know, this is definitive. I'm sure there's still some Montana fans out there. But what started to flip it, in my opinion, with a lot of people was simply the fact that Brady went to twice as many games, right? Not the supporting cast that he had John Taylor and Jerry Rice and Rathman and he had Bill Walsh and George Seifert and all these great coaches. It's the fact that, yeah, Brady's never going to be perfect in the Super Bowl, much like LeBron is never going to be perfect in the NBA Finals. I think we're often searching for perfection in people in all walks of life, and it's really hard to find. And if you're not perfect, we just ding you. But at the end of the day, Brady's number the volume, not only did he go to twice as many, he could have won all of them. If you look at every Tom Brady Super Bowl, yes, I mean, yes, he could have gone 0-8, but you don't get to be Tom Brady by going 0-8. He easily could have gone 8-0 at all those Super Bowls. But the simple notion that he went to twice as many as Montana, I think the volume argument says, especially in the age of free agency and how much the Pats lose, started to really show how great that uh, Brady was. And I think you could say the same for LeBron. If Michael went to six finals, if LeBron, this sounds crazy, but if he gets to like 10 or 12, double, kind of like what uh, Brady did with Montana, then I think the pendulum starts to swing. He's never going to have the perfect record like Jordan did, and Brady's never going to have the perfect record like Montana did. But if you can consistently get there in an age where those other two guys had their run, but you could double it and almost always be in the mix to win. I mean, if you take out LeBron's first finals in 07, which he essentially got there by himself, you know, I think he's been very, very respectable in most of these finals. So I think the one thing that could stem it, Trent, would be the volume argument. Yeah, he'll never bet a thousand, 
like Michael or, or uh, Joe Montana, but if you just get there over and over and over and over and with multiple teams, I think you can start to make a lot of headway with just a simple numbers argument here. Uh, Zubin, last thing, uh, the announcement today, and I, and I can't wait. I mean, we have to wait for till 2019 for Game of Thrones, which stinks. We also have to wait to 2019 for this 10-hour 30 for 30 on Michael Jordan, The Last Dance, mm-hmm. and I cannot wait to see this. How long has it been in the works? Can you shed any uh, light on it? Yeah, it's been something that's been out there for a really long time, um, just because he is one of those guys that I think throughout the course of time, the popularity has just not waned. There are guys that work at ESPN and gals that work at ESPN. There are guys and gals that listen to your show that have never seen him play in the game. They're on TV or in person. And I understand for the vast majority of people, including me, that's basically TV. And I can't think of another guy whose popularity has remained where it is by being completely and almost totally not active. And I think that, to me, more than anything, shows something. When, when Michael Jordan, uh, when we did our sports century uh, at the turn of this last century, uh, Michael Jordan was named number one. And there was some controversy because, like, Secretariat made the list and some other things mm-hmm. happened. But there was a lot of people that said, you know, it should be Muhammad Ali, it should be Carl Lewis, it should be the greatest Olympian, it should be Michael Phelps, or, you know, obviously Phelps not at that time, but it should be somebody along that ilk, somebody that's done something on the world stage. And they put Jordan at one. And to me, it's surprising because it's America and we love Jordan. It got a significant amount of blowback. But I think it's one of those things where if you look at him and the test of time, he has not really hit a relevant basket in the NBA. Guys, a basket. Mm-hmm. A relevant basket in the NBA in about 17 years. About 16 or 17 years. He is as big as he has ever been, and he is the prime example, along with Brett Favre. We don't care about Favre with the Vikings, although it was good. We don't care about Favre with the Jets, and we don't care about Jordan with the Wizards. The one thing when you look at the LeBron-Michael comparison, which is why Michael continues to be so big to this day, and this especially you mentioned, is when Michael was doing Michael things, we just marveled at it. We didn't compare him to anybody because there was no contemporary. What we really lost with LeBron is that every time LeBron does something amazing, hit two buzzer beaters in two different series, four 40-point games in a span of 10 days, scoring the first 16 points in a playoff game by himself, instead of just marveling the way we did with Michael and said, wow, can you imagine we're watching this? We immediately tee him up vis-a-vis with Michael. I mean, there was a joke running around the other day when LeBron had one of those buzzer beaters against Toronto. Uh, the LeBron hater said, you know, Michael would have hit a three there. You know? It's like one of those sorts of things. And you just get to a point where with Michael, there was no contemporary to compare him to, so you just watched with your mouth agape. LeBron is probably deserving of the very same treatment, Ken. He should probably just be looked at, relaxed, and just enjoy the greatness. But because Michael's shadow looms so large, not only did he have any contemporary in his day, the best player of this era is constantly being compared to Michael Jordan. In other words, the lasting power is something of which I've never seen across the board anywhere. Good stuff, Zubin. We will catch up with you next week. Appreciate it. Great, uh, great segment. Thanks, Zub.
You got it, guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah, good to talk to you. Zuma Mahente, ESPN, ESPN Sports Center. Take a time out. We'll come back, uh, finish up the hour. Brian Arilco, Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. More on sports wagering at 115. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the Gack and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research and stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. At Progressive, we think your custom cupcake shop is first class. Yeah, your cupcakes were first class from your first day of cupcake class right up till you graduated. First in your class. And a first class, first in class top brass like yourself deserves Progressive Business Insurance. With over 30 business and vehicle options, you'll feel like you and your cupcakes are flying. First class. So move your center of mass to ProgressiveCommercial.com real fast. Now you're cooking with gas. Progressive Casualty Insurance and Affiliates. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. If you want to buy a home, we could help you get a great mortgage that may require as little as 3% down. And we also invented Rocket Mortgage. It gives you a solid approval in as few as eight minutes. And for eight years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call America's largest mortgage lender at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Results may vary. 
Bellberry. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. The United States Track and Field Outdoor Championships are returning to Des Moines June 21st through the 24th. Over 1,000 of the best track and field athletes from across the country will compete at the historic Blue Oval at Drake Stadium. Get in on the action. Purchase tickets at draketicks.com slash USATF and find volunteer opportunities at catchdesmoines.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. 20 minutes from right now, we'll talk to Brian Arilko from the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. We will uh, provide a little bit more clarity uh, when Brian joins us on sports wagering. What does that mean and how will it be offered potentially in the state of Iowa? We'll pick uh, Brian's brain on that. Bottom of the hour, Dylan Montz was part of the Cyclone Tailgate Tour yesterday. At least he joined it yesterday. Uh, he'll have an opportunity to let us know what he found out from Messrs. Pollard, Campbell, and Prome. One o'clock hour next, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Hey, guys. Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day, and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. 
Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Brownells Gun Store's annual Second Amendment sale is Saturday, May 19th. Doors open at 9 a.m. Come early to take advantage of the fantastic deals on bulk ammo, used guns, a dream gun raffle, and lots more. Meet with nearly 50 of the gun industry's biggest and best companies, including Volkhorsen, Aero Precision, Smith & Wesson, Sig Sauer, Magpul, just to name a few. Come celebrate firearms and freedom at Brownells Second Amendment sale. Saturday, May 19th, Brownells, I-80, exit 182, Grinnell. I make my Texas superfood from 55 raw, vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. You can see all 55 on TexasSuperfood.com. All of the nutrients that we need on a daily basis. I lost 60 pounds. I mean, that's huge. Since I've been on superfood, I haven't been sick. I'm Dennis Black. Join us on TexasSuperfood.com. TexasSuperfood.com. Or call 877-55-TEXAS. That's 877-55-TEXAS. 877-55-TEXAS. Protecting data across modern decentralized networks presents challenges that traditional backup solutions can't handle. At best, you'll waste time and money managing multiple solutions. At worst, gaps in coverage will leave your data vulnerable. Barracuda Backup is a single cloud-integrated solution that simplifies the backup process and allows data replication to anywhere on your network, a private cloud, Barracuda's cloud, or to the AWS public cloud. Reclaim your data. Try Barracuda Backup free at barracuda.com slash backup. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. 